All right, hey guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Hawkins, and this is your best life to find. I'm feeling kind of energized tonight, I or today. I think of myself. I last the other last couple of days, I've been questioning whether I should just keep pushing through these podcasts or maybe just say screw it and get up, give up on it. And I've decided, nah, you're worth it. <laughs> you're worth it. I think you're worth the effort. I think you know. I if if anyone's going to have a lofty goal, saving the world is a pretty damn good goal to have. Even if even if it never comes true, there's enough energy there to keep a guy like me going. So I think that's what I'm going to do. Um, so. Why is it so damn easy to quit? I mean, I, I'm a quitter. I, I, I take that. I quit. There's a lot of things I've tried to do that I haven't been successful at. There's still things in my life and imperfections I have in my life that I just don't want to let go of yet. You know, and, and there's a couple reasons I think that it's so easy to quit. One of them, the biggest one is it's harder to imagine the true impact of being able to accomplish a goal than it is to realize what you're already doing. In other words, you're sitting where you are right now, okay? Or let's just take me for an example. So I'm sitting here and I'm struggling through my podcast and, and my following is slowly growing, but it's not growing at the rate I would like it to and I don't feel very successful at it. So you think to yourself, well, uh, I, I should just quit, yeah, but if I quit, I will never get where I'm going. And so how do I generate the motivation to keep going every day, especially in on weeks like this where I've had to produce a bunch of podcasts because I'm not going to be near my computer for a while. So I got to just, I'm working, I'm working. And plus I have the responsibilities of getting our RV ready to go. So I'm kind of overloaded, right? What keeps me from quitting? Well, in my head, the story that I keep telling myself is, man, I'm amazing. Man, I'm going to be the best at this. I'm going to be the best podcaster ever. I'm going to take Joe Rogan's spot because someone's going to figure out that everything I'm saying is true. That even if the early podcasts don't make any sense, I'm starting to get my rhythm and I'm going. I mean, I'm making it work. That the message is coming across. It's starting to resonate. Think of all the things you've quit at. I, the one I love the most is the New Year's resolutioners. Well, they're those resolutions that are made in, uh, around a table while you're playing cards and drinking shots of tequila. That's a really great place to start making resolutions, life-changing decisions, and setting goals for yourself, don't you think? You know, you haven't thought about anything you're going to do for six or eight months because you're just so busy trying to keep your head above water. And then on one night... New Year's Eve, the conversation comes up, and there you guys are. You're sitting around. Hey, let's do another shot. All right, let's let's drink to this. Let's, and then, you know, what's your resolution, dude? Oh, I'm, I'm gonna stop drinking. <laughs> I'm gonna lose weight. Oh, I'm gonna get back in the gym. <laughs> That's one of the reasons we don't actually accomplish our goals. How many goals do you set like that that are just hashed up? In a, in a millisecond and there's nothing wrong with that that spontaneity is cool actually that is often connect what connects us to who we are I mean when we're just being spontaneous because usually it comes from the heart but it's the action that follows that matters and it's the developing ownership of that goal it's developing a connection to that goal that makes you think about it I think about I think about Tony Robbins and Gary V Gary V Oh, man, crushing it. And Tony Robbins and Dave Ramsey and Brene Brown. You know, this is where those people started. This is where everybody starts. Joe Rogan, 
You know, my son Joe Rogan. He Eric listens. Listen, my son Eric listens to Joe Rogan quite a bit on his podcast. And, and Joe Rogan's a beast. He's got a great recipe. He does a great job. And my son reminds me we were talking about my podcast, and I can share sto- stories and my ideas with my kids. We have a relationship that's like that. And I was telling him, ah, ah, it sucks sometimes. You know, you sit there in front of that microphone, and you and you try and connect, and you're giving your you're pouring your heart out, and it's just like ah. And he said, "You know how you become a podcaster, Dad?" And I said, "Well, how?" And he said, "Well, according to Joe Rogan, you do podcasts." <laughs> that's that, that's that's Joe Rogan's advice. It doesn't matter how I feel about this. If I want to be a if I want to be a podcaster, I have to be a podcaster. I have to do it every day. I have to I have to continue to pursue it every day. And when it comes to anything that you want in your life, that's the thing. If you want to be in shape, you have to be in shape. You have to take action that makes you in shape. It's not an emotional decision. The problem most people have is they'll say something like this. The conversation starts like this. I, I don't I don't really feel like going to the gym. That's a, I don't feel like going to the gym. And then the next thing you know, they don't go. Well, it's not an emotional decision that keeps me podcasting. I don't I can't think about how I feel about it because I feel the way I feel about it right now is that I suck at it. It's that you can't be a podcaster unless you do podcasts, and that is the bottom line. And if you don't do podcasts, how can you get better at it? And more than that, how can people like you discover this story? Quitting there, I mean, we can all find excuses to quit. It all starts with, a, well, I don't have time. I've had trouble with that. I've, I quit working out for a while. I've been really struggling with my workouts. Part of it's because I've been spending a lot of time at my son's house helping him finish his remodel he's doing on a bathroom. In fact, I'm headed over there today to do some drywall. And what's, what's interesting about it is that I don't do that work anymore. So it's kind of fun just to sit back and put your headphones on, listen to some good music. And then just get in your head about doing drywall mud, about finishing drywall. And if you do it right, if you leave all of the other things you'd like to be doing out of the equation, it works. But when it comes to quitting, when it comes to failing to achieve goals you've set for yourself, the first thing is it has to be a pretty good goal. It has to have a value that's connected to who you are. See, when I work out, my, the image in my mind isn't to work out because I want to lose weight. I paint this amazing picture around working out. I paint this picture of me showing up in in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and my pecs all just pecky, and my biceps all big, and I'm all cut up, and my traps are all big, and I'm strong, and I'm looking all thick, and that's the image and and not only that but the image of what people think of me when I walk up and I'm all muscled up and I'm this wrinkled up old man with a modest build. I'm actually in really good shape. I'm not thinking about losing weight. I paint a way bigger picture than that. And what's funny about that is that's the same thing that entices us to buy fancy cars and big houses. It's this image that's been painted for us that we believe in about how popular and how famous we'll be. Well, it wasn't until just now. Um, So if you think back, I tell you, part of the reason I do this podcast is because it allows me to evaluate my own life. It allows me to evaluate what I'm sharing with you based on how it 
applies to my own life. And, and just now I realized something. You know that idea you have in your head that, that pushed you into buying a fancy car or that pushes you to spend three hours pimping your truck out and then you jump in that truck and you're driving down the road with your arm out and the stereo's blasting and you just know, you just know that everyone is looking at you? Well, it just dawned on me. That's what I do when it comes to my dreams. That's what I do when it comes to my dreams. But instead of someone else painting a picture for me, I paint my own picture. It can, we, even if it's not true, even if it's exaggerated, even if it's way out of the ballpark. Every time I sit down with this microphone and I go to click on, or I go to click on my statistics, which I try and stay away from because it's heartbreaking for me, I have this image in my head and I keep saying, you know what? It's going to happen. I can see myself where I'm standing there going, wow. Wow, they finally get it, or wow, I figured it out. Someone's going to say, what in the hell is this guy doing? Wow, I wish I'd have discovered it sooner. Wow, he's not full of shit. He's not just attention-seeking. He's actually giving people good advice. That picture is what keeps me coming back. My life isn't, even right now, I mean, I think our stay in Meeker, ever since we left Yuma, we've been kind of off kilter a little bit, and we're trying to get some rhythm back, but like I said, there's been some things in our life and some obligations that we've had that have limited that, but if I focus on that, it would be really easy to give up. The fact that I haven't got to take my kayaks out in uh, two weeks, okay, or three weeks, I really want to. I mean, we're ready to go, but there are just things in the way of it, right? No, my story continues. I'm still painting an amazing picture for myself. Oh, this life's great. You know why? Because eventually it's going to happen. When I get to Grand Rapids, Michigan, I'm sitting right there on the Grand River, how much work is it going to take for me to jump into my kayak in the river and go paddle upstream to downtown uh, Grand Rapids? Because the river goes right through Grand Rapids, clear to the museum. I could probably park my kayak at the, on, the, on the shore of the, uh, the, uh, the river and go up, check out the museum, and then kayak paddle back home if I wanted to. That's the image that I have for myself, the images of, a, of an amazing life and where I'm headed. Not where I am, where I'm headed. Paint a half-ass goal. <laughs> Anything that you've wanted to do, that you've talked about doing, measure it out by the value, by the image and the story you tell yourself about that goal. If it's not an amazing goal, it's not going to happen. My daughter is a an OBGYN, and the reason she was able to do that wasn't because she had this vision for what she had to do every day. She, you know, she painted this amazing picture about the life she was able to live, about the lives she were going to be able to, was she was going to be able to save. That's the cool part about it. You can do it. Take that same thing that motivates you to to pimp that car out because you and and use that same energy for your goals. Don't go to the gym and lose weight because it's a, a New Year's resolution or because you want to lose weight because it's good for you or it's healthy. That, there isn't any motivation in that because most of us don't believe we're going to die anyway. Go to the gym and do it because you want the world to be impressed with you. Go to the gym and do it for whatever reason you have to to motivate yourself to keep going to the gym. I know what works for me on my motivation. I just... I haven't done it yet. I haven't said that it's important enough for me to do it. Just like I haven't said it's important enough for me to write that book. Now, have I started on it? Yeah, I've got the first draft done. 
got to get back on it. I got to start developing a story in my head that tells me, hey, do this, do this. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. Do this. It's just one idea. It's just one idea that I have because, I, like I said, these conversations are as much about me as they are about you. They're as much about me trying to figure out, okay, what is my next decision and is it a good one or not? You know? And if you figure it out, if you get that recipe where you wake up every day and you have something on your mind, you have something beyond the mundane that you're going to go through every day, beyond the status quo, you have something that's cooking where you're thinking, oh yeah, you know what, we could, we could, we could, you know, and then it happens, you know, when... When I went back to school and got uh, switched careers, that was a conversation. It started out as a conversation, and the more my wife and I talked about it, the more important it became to us. And it was only when it became more valuable than what I was currently doing that I went ahead and made that jump. But it was all built around a story and an image in my mind. I mean, this podcast is the same thing. You know... My my friend, my wife, my daughter's best friend, Lizzie, she's like a daughter to me. Um, she said, you should do a podcast because you talk. You're a talker. You're a storyteller. I'm like, yeah. Well, the more I thought about it and the more I thought about the struggle I face with writing and how much more work it is and how how ineffective I am at it as compared to what this is, right? I started building this story up, and that's where the story... be. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be a podcaster. And then my son tells me about Joe Rogan, about Jocko, and, and all the guys. He listens to them. Oh, well, shit, dang, I, I'm good enough. I'm just like, I'm as good as them. i got a story to tell. It isn't the same story, but it's a pretty interesting story, just the same. And I built it up, and this, this is where I am, and this is the culmination of it every day, even when I don't want to, every day, because a story is good enough to motivate me to keep doing it. What about you? The thing is, if you're not, if you're not being driven, if you're not looking towards something and you're not moving forward, you're wasting time because you've already accomplished what you're doing. Okay. You've accomplished what you're doing. The, the life you're living, that is finished. It's an accomplishment. You are on that rung. And until you make a decision, it isn't going to change. You're going to sit there, sitting in the middle of your life, just sitting there. And you're like floating. There is no wind, like being on a sailboat in the, at the equator, right? Just no wind, just sitting there. The question is, are you going to continue just to sit there? Or are you going to move? Are you going to seek your wind? Are you going to find the fuel to say, okay, I'm sitting here, but you know, I've been thinking, oh man, you know how cool it would be to get my degree? Or you know how great our life would be if I could go to school and become a nurse? Oh, they make like $60,000 a year. Yeah, but that, oh man, we could, we'd be doing good then. We could actually buy us a house maybe, or we could go on vacation. Oh yeah, and then I'd get dressed. I wouldn't have to get dirty anymore and do the things I do. Wouldn't have to go in that restaurant and, and do dishes and deal with crappy customers for nothing. That's where, that's where you find your success. It's not in the ability to actually overcome. It isn't overcoming the struggle. It's finding the motivation to overcome the struggle that allows us to go from quitter to winner. I know it's, hmm, say it any way you want. But that's the truth, guys. That's the truth. I quit a lot of things 
but the important things when I when I build the story around them, that's when shit happens. It's like, you know, I got the idea in my head. I retired in January of 2016, and we had a wedding scheduled for July of 2016. My youngest was getting married, and because I had recently retired, I was the wedding or uh, wedding uh, planner. I did it all. Now, family helped with the flowers and stuff, putting flower arrangements together and what have you, but I did the entire wedding. Cake, everything, right? And the only way I was able to get through it, it, I'm a construction worker, I'm a video blogger, I'm a whatever you want to call it, this is what I am, right? But I'm certainly not a wedding planner, and the only way I was able to find the motivation to do it was to start envisioning in my head what it was going to become that it was going to be an amazing event, that it was going to come off without a hitch, that my daughter and her and her husband were able, very, going to be able to have a wonderful experience. And guess what? It happened. I got it done. And it wasn't because I wanted to or because I loved what I was doing. It was because I built an amazing story around it. See, this isn't... I know I started out early on talking shit about everybody's life. Well, your life sucks and you do this and you do but And that's kind of misplaced. I guess the story I would tell you now is why do you do what you do and are you moving forward? Are you sitting still in the middle of a body of water in your life and just not going anywhere? You're in the same place you were last year and the year before and nothing's changed and nothing has added any real energy to your life? If, you, if you're sitting in that position, either you're not a starter or you're really good at quitting. I don't know. Today's going to go, and if you're blessed with tomorrow, tomorrow's going to go too. And eventually, one day you're going to wake up and you're going to run out of days. And that's when you're going to realize, ah, I wish I had. I wish I had. That's when you're going to realize you should have turned all those I'm gonna's into I did. I did. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure where this is going. I'm not sure where this podcast is going. I know that it's just going to continue because you know what? This is the only way that I'm going to achieve my goal. And my goal is to give you a hint of information. Not all of this applies, but to give you a hint of information that you apply to your life and it works. I walk around talking to myself every day. And the reason I walk around talking to myself every day is because it energizes me. Because it gives me a reason to wake up in the morning, a reason to struggle through this and so many of the other things I go through. My life isn't perfect. My life is far from perfect. But it's a hell of a lot better than it used to be. It's a hell of a lot more energizing than it used to be. And that's what I'm talking about. What about you? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. That's that's all I'm saying. So, hey, listen. I love you guys. I appreciate you following. I appreciate you checking out my YouTube videos. It's starting to grow a little bit. I'm getting some attention here and there. It's a slow process. Like my son tells me, it took Joe Rogan nine years to build his brand, to build his story, to gain the notoriety and the attention he was looking for. And that's what I want. I want someone to say, thanks. Because you did what you said, the effort you put in made a difference in my life. That's what I'm looking for. That's my goal. And I'm going to continue working until I get it. So, ah, feel good about that one. Until next time, just remember today's your day. Make it a good one. <laughs>